welcome to the Big Black Lock Podcast. Today, it is May the 4th. And uh, I particularly enjoy Cinco de Mayo instead, because of course, um, you know, my roots. We know, we know, so, yeah, we know. Yeah. Because you're Chinese? Exactly. <laughs> um, actually, four is really bad in Chinese. It sounds like death. So you, they don't, it's, it's like really uh, unconventional. Anyway, so um, I'm joined today. I'm your host, Kevin, and I'm joined today by... Dimitri. And Alex. Alex. Yeah, you, you, you didn't sound sure, Dimitri. Alex. You go like, Dimitri? <laughs> is it me? Uh, yeah, it's tough to know uh, the direction we're going, right? As we're recording occasionally. It's, uh, it's not easy to know. That's true. That's true. Which which one is clockwise? Which one is counter? I, I, I yeah. I'm also not even sure my name is Dimitri. So it's <laughs> it's what was written I, on the a lot know, of questions. It's a lot the, of questions. Yeah, on the name tag. You know, that, fun, that I was given at a grocery you know store. You you imagine like how intense it was back in the day where, like, there could have been a mess up in the. Um, in like records were all done, you know, by hand, put in some place, and then some from, for whatever reason, you'd like. Oh, we couldn't go file the paperwork, so you're born on a different day, or you have a different spelling to your name. Like my dad has a different spelling to his name. Um, It'd be a know, lot easier like, probably to falsify your life and just like have like fake everything, like uh, DiCaprio and Catch Me If You Can, right? Like just you can't just, do just, that now. No, you can't. You'll have to be a lot smarter. Like wasn't he buying planes and then taking off the stickers of Pan Am and like sticking them on he checks was, and like that? Yeah, pa- that worked. Falsify- yeah, it worked. It was falsifying. <sighs> I think checks, right? I mean, it worked in the movie. Yeah. That's for sure. They bought it. And if it's in a movie, it's got to be true. And they filmed it and then they <laughs> sold it as a movie. <laughs> it's got to be right. It's got to be accurate. Uh, well, they would never lie in the movies. So. Speaking of accurate, um, what, how are we doing? Like, What are we talking about this week? Well, uh, this week is going to be an interesting tangent. We're going to be talking about our favorite YouTube channels. Uh, oh. We'll talk about some watch uh, specific channels, but also I guess some of the non-watch channels that that uh, that we watch, enjoy watching. Wait, 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 wait! You said YouTube channel, right? Yeah. I just had content creators in my uh, notes, which is very uh, tangent. <laughs> okay, yeah. what's like no, like, no, like your boss. David Blaine probably is a content creator, right? <laughs> just his content <laughs> is magic. <laughs> I, I really do like uh, David Blaine, though. He's really cool. Well, you should but, tell him. Maybe he yeah, I, I, I tried to. He just disappeared. <laughs> he disappeared. <laughs> he just ate his own face and disappeared. Like, I was, oh my god. Um. So, but in terms of accurate, so so I I I think we we often turn to YouTube because the inform the content you know around watches or whatever we like is just it's it's so available. It's uh it's so easy to then instead of just reading. Uh, um, a blog of some sort that has different selections or releases. When you get to see them on on in video, you get different perspectives of it. And I think that you know uh, pictures can do it only so much justice, and they can lead you um, to um, to get an idea of the particular timepiece. But I think the videos, especially, and and we'll talk about that in a little bit, especially when they're not like from some crazy. Um, or from the supplier itself, you know, like the manufacturer, you can sometimes find a person who just bought, unboxes it, right. and you sees it in person, shows it to you, and if they have a good right. camera, you, you can see what uh, what's but, what. So I think that's really, really good to uh, 
as a watch enthusiast to be able to to jump on that. Yeah, agreed for sure. Uh, and especially yeah. if you look at like the the, the supplier uh, pictures, right? They they stage them pretty well, right? So it doesn't yeah. necessarily show the the real picture of like how the watch looks like. Whereas if you see somebody unboxing it, it's it's what the it, it, it gives a better idea, I think, of how it looks and how it will fit on you and you know the size of it on on the wrist. And I've I've had it both ways where it's like, oh, it was it was photographed better than it looked. Or the photographs didn't do it justice, and sometimes you get a really great find, right. and and so well, that's, I had a pretty good really example important. for that, right? Uh, when I bought my Alpinist on the Hadenki, yeah. right? They they take a, they take very specific lighting situations, conditions where they when they take pictures, and the watch looked like it was matte finish, but it was actually sunburst, and it looked completely different. Oh yeah, in real life than it was on the pictures. Yeah, people were complaining quite a bit about it on the on the internet actually after. And there's like some extreme channels as well. Like, uh, would it blend? I'm guessing if they get a Rolex, they won't blend it. Yeah. Look, they could try. <laughs> I'm sure it could blend, though. I'm sure the blender they have could blend it. Yeah, those things blend I, anything. It's I, I don't know how they do it. I'm guessing there's like a V8 engine under the table or something. Like it's like Home Improvement. <laughs> well, you don't know what that is, Carl. You're too young. Home Improvement was a show with Tim Allen and he was like, he constantly hurt himself and he was this Home Improvement guy and then he put in a V8 engine in his garbage disposal and he was like putting it two by fours in the sink and was just like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> just sucking it out. And then he would always hurt himself. That sounds <laughs> he was like a terrible mechanic. Watch. Yeah, it was funny. It was a comedy. <clears throat> but before we get into that, how about we do a wrist check? Carl, what are you wearing today? Um, it's blue. There's a lot of water resistance, and the most water I've ever saw was me jo doing the dishes. So my Tudor Pelagos. Dozens and dozens yes. of meters of water resistance. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, uh, 500 meters, so uh, 1,640 feet ish. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, but yeah, no, the um, titan my titanium watch. I'm still loving it. It's still the best clasp in the business, and I think that was my watch on the last episode as well. So I won't go too much into details into it. So I think just just uh, put the reference out there, the M25600TB-0001. What are you wearing, uh, Dimitri? I'm wearing my uh, Casio uh, G-Shock, the Casio Oak that was released a couple years ago. It's still pretty hard to get. It's basically um, it's basically following the uh, Gerald Genta design. Oh, every oh. episode. Oh, <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Uh, it, it's, it, I mean, it's called Casio Oak because it reminds people of uh, Royal Oak. Right, uh, and uh, it's a it's a it's an interesting take, an analog looking analog watch made from the classic G-Shock. It's 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 a it's a cool looking watch. It's a little bit thinner. I really like it. Not a, not very easy to buy still. I think they release batches of those in production, and uh, you kind of have to wait. Uh, it, even right now, it still sells like fifty percent over the value. I think on Chrono Twenty Four. Right. But as they release more, right, the, you have a window of like a month. Maybe you can purchase it on the in the store. But yeah, uh, it's awesome. And Kev, what are you wearing? Very nice. I pulled out from the old drawer Seiko SARX 057. So it's like the Sarb. It looks just like the Sarb black. It has um, a sapphire crystal that's so much anti-reflective coating. It doesn't look like it's there. Like it's so like sharp. And what I like about this one versus the Sarb, it's a little bit bigger, flatter, and um, it doesn't have a loom. So it's very dressy. Right. Pretty good all-around watch, titanium bracelet, just uh, all around. So I think we had talked in the previous podcast about 
the one because I t- I talked about this one. There is a Frost Dial one, the SARX zero five five. That's the so baby the, Grand Seiko, right? That, the one that, it's called the a baby Grand Seiko, like yeah. this one. This is the 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 black dial. Uh, but I remember getting this uh, when it when it had come out, and um, I love it. The it, it really is all about the looks because it has the movement of the six R fifteen. So. So that's uh yeah I wanted to uh, wear that tonight and like you Carl we're wearing titanium so that's yeah. uh, so I think we, we should have a new segment to our podcast is like purchase of the week with Kevin and you just no. tell us what you purchase because you probably bought a watch or a book or bands oh, or I read it in a book <laughs> which so I what did, did purchase this week <laughs> I did purchase this week I bought. I'm going to make sure that I pronounce it right because you guys insulted me last <laughs> time. Victorianox. <laughs> what is this? Yeah. No, it's Forstner, which they make um, specific br- uh, bracelets. And in fact, I think, uh, Dimitri, you should look at the, the the bracelets that they make for the Omega Speedmaster because they are incredible. They're they're made for the... Uh, they were the incredible. best bracelets worn by the NASA astronauts, right? Throughout the space program, the, uh, including the moon missions. Oh. Anyway, I think it's it's interesting yeah, to see I've, these I think bracelets. I've, I think you've showed me these. these guys I have, before. yes. I, uh, That's cool. So we, yeah, it's pretty cool. We're we're like not even 10 minutes in and we had the Gerald Genta and the moon. So we're yeah. good to go, guys. Yeah, we're good, good to go. go. Now we get into this <laughs> that episode That was the here. show. Hopefully <laughs> we'll talk <laughs> about cars uh, later on and it'll be uh, yeah. set. You you know me, I will. <laughs> no, but essentially I bought well, a, a Bond clip. And a Bugatti <laughs> reference. <laughs> <laughs> That's French, exactly. Look at me. It's look at me. It's French, okay? You you exactly. go back to Italy. It's not Italian. It's French. So so in this one, I bought the uh, the clip, and um, the reason I bought this one was to accompany uh, a Seiko that I have, a pr- uh, uh, a presage. Um, so I wanted to put this uh, Forstner style clip, which is like the Bond clip, which are these old style ladder bracelets that exist in the past. So I want to, I want to get this bracelet. So it's been a while. I've been eyeing it, and I finally pulled the trigger. So yeah, that that was my uh, I'll say purchase of the of the week, Carl. Cool, very cool. It's deceptive. Very cool. I'm very it's curious deceptive. to see it when it arrives. Uh, like yeah. the ladder bracelet for sure makes it look super vintage. Yeah, yeah. I'm um, gonna see what it looks like. It's gonna be. And yeah, which cool watch did you I'm get it for? Uh. I think any one of my more, uh, I say, vintage style watch. I have another Seiko Presage, the um, the SARX 69, <laughs> which was based on the 1964 <laughs> Olympics that were in Tokyo. Why would where they call they it had 64? The, the, I don't know <laughs> exactly. It's so confusing. And then they came out with the, um, it's called the the the, the Seiko. It was a monopressure chronograph. So they came out with this version a couple of years ago. Uh, it was like in 2019. And it, it's... Um, Anyway, I'll, I'll I'll put a picture up when I when I get it and I put it on that, uh, that so, watch I have. Cool, cool, cool. So Se- Se- Seiko is doing Olympics watches five years after, while Omega is doing two two years prior. <laughs> exactly. All <laughs> 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 oh, right. So all right. let's let's get into it. So I don't, it's it's May the fourth, and uh, I don't know if there's any Star Wars geeks out there. I have to say, I am not. I am going to say something very blasphemous. I liked You're, some of the Star Wars. Like I liked Return of the Jedi. That was kind of it. <laughs> like I was like, was good. oh, you didn't like the new ones? Oh, uh, yeah. like, so, more right? That guy, Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren. Yeah, his real yeah. name is so, what? Uh, something driver. Adam uh, driver. Adam uh, driver. So, yeah. so you're not a Star Wars guy. So you're a Star Trek fan? No, no. 
No, yeah, no, it's one or the other. Is it? No, I, I like Schwarzenegger. Oh, yes, I, I don't know What's I like through Commando. door number three? <laughs> I, I like Die Hard. That's what I... That's what exactly. I'm <laughs> All of them. Uh, well, door number three is the Fast and Furious franchise. Oh, yeah? Uh, okay. I no. I, I do like the Star Wars. <laughs> no. I, I don't like the ones that came out in the early 2000s, like the episode one, two, three. Uh, but of the new ones, I like Rogue One quite a bit. I think this was my favorite of the new ones. But and, I think uh, Rogue the One... The first one was too good. Like the First Awakens... Force Awakens, yeah. Well, Force Awakens. That to me was like Star Wars or New Hope. It was like the same story. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, but they they, they recycle everything. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I don't know. Remix. Well, yeah, I'm just not the biggest. A lot of people love Star Wars. I think it was so good for its time, but I was more into like. I like Back to the Future, for example. Like that was like. like Jurassic Jurassic Park. Park. Jurassic Jurassic Park is the best. Yeah, it's the best. Can Can you tell. Can you hum the song, Dimitri? Uh, well, I don't think we have enough time, though. We have so much material <laughs> yeah. to, to discuss. <laughs> um, wow. And for some reason, they'll always hum the Robocop song instead. <laughs> or, or the A-Team. <laughs> well, the or Indiana Jones. <laughs> yeah, Indiana what? Jones is the one that comes to mind first. That's actually a great movie trilogy, by the great way. Great movie. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, it's true. Uh, I mean, I don't count the, the new episode there. I think uh, they're making a I, new one. And, 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 and Harrison Ford is back, too. Like, yeah. she's not going to be running a lot, probably. No, I think he's like the great grandfather at this point, or there's a new <laughs> one. I don't know. I don't. Uh, they're gonna C- CGI his whip, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> and his hat. <laughs> oh <laughs> my god! Well, Terminator is a fantastic movie uh, series too. Yeah, yeah. It's James Cameron. Now? But I think, like, look, I think I was more into like I like action movies and stuff. I just with space, I like space movies and adventure, like even like uh, fantasy. Like I love the Lord of the Rings. But I saw it once. <laughs> you know, that was it. <laughs> I was like, okay, it was good. Thanks. It's, it's still a lot. Like, if you, watch, if you saw it once, that's like a year of your life. And I used to it's, smoke. I, I watched it, I think, in theory. I, like, went out to smoke a cigarette, came back, it was still on. <laughs> like, the movie was like four hours. I was like, Jesus Christ. How long did you smoke a cigarette for? <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> you came back the next day? <laughs> well, it was, a, it was a whole pack. What, what, what was in the cigarette? <laughs> you just, like, smoked it, and you passed out in the ditch. No, but it's such a long movie. You never and think. And you go back in, it's still playing. <laughs> It's such a long movie, you never think I'm going to get up and go out to the movie yeah. theaters so, and then come back, right? So, well, you're not supposed so to, I, right? I know, you, you can, right? You still have the ticket. It's not like Back a, in the like day, a, you could. Yeah, if you had your stuff, you could. Yeah. There was yeah. a, just show, show them your so, knife. They will let you in. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, when they um, they did the, the Hobbit the trilogy, um, they the, one of the premiere was in Montreal, and they did a special that they were uh, presenting all three movies so it was like the first Hobbit, the second one and the third one the same movie theater the same day and it was like one ticket for all three movies and i did it it was 12 hours and 30 minutes of me being in that theater and did <laughs> Wait, you have like muscle after like did you did oh, you yes. have to like escort you in an ambulance because <laughs> you couldn't walk up <laughs> on your own <laughs> if you have to consider carl that you need to bring Gatorade to the movie theater because you're there that long. It's probably a side. It's too long. <laughs> you have to bring a change and of clothes. Change of clothes, yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's a probably not. It's too long. It's just too long. Uh, yeah, but yeah. Make sure I, your I phone the, is fully charged. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like it's it's a lot of undertaking. It's Twelve bag. hours. <clears throat> No, it's intense. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. But like, see, the, the the like, I was always into like James Bond, and I like gangster movies and stuff. Well, it yeah, wasn't he, like I just, I mean, he's I just extremely enjoyed attractive. That. Yes, of course. You know, <laughs> but like all these, I like those kinds of adventures. I'm I'm less into the sci-fi and the 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 the, the fantasy and the, the that stuff. You know. 
more into that uh, other stuff. But speaking of May the 4th, we're, we're Star Wars is the whole thing. And, and today there was a release uh, from Citizen around that they unveiled some new uh, Annie Digi Star Wars watches. And uh, it's May the 4th be with you. So I'm looking forward to tomorrow's Cinco de Mayo Mexican Margarita watch by Movado. I don't know if you with M's, but uh, what do you guys think about these new citizens that came out? Let's start with uh, you, uh, Dimitri. I think they're pretty cool. So they've released them a look, and I think that's what five different watches that they've released. And they're mm. all inspired by a, a specific character, let's say, or um, or a spaceship, right, from the movie series. Uh, other than that, they actually they they are very very similar. So they have more. They have the a digital and analog display, and they almost and they have an imitation also of like a, a Anidigi, right? So they have like four different types of displays. Uh, they're pretty cool, but for me, it's a little bit gimmicky. Like I think it's a cool idea. I don't really know about the quality of the watch. I'm assuming it's not a very expensive watch, right? Other than maybe yeah. maybe, maybe the price would be higher because of it being licensed. Uh, well, let's just say uh, the, the the price retails between three hundred and fifty and three hundred and seventy five dollars. Is that the, so the is quality that could be really good? Huh? Oh, okay, that's the, okay. That's quite expensive. I mean, yeah. I, it, hopefully, it better be a good quality. But um, I'm just not that much into the the movie series, right? To buy something that's inspired by it. True, but it is. It's probably a good collector's item. I don't. If it's, is it a is this a limited edition? I I'm assuming so, right? Yeah, probably. Probably. They have the Darth Vader one. They have the C-3PO, the R2-D2, yeah. and I think they have the TIE, fight, the TIE Fighter-inspired one. Yeah. There's Boba Fett. Is there? Okay, so yeah, here's, that's, that's pretty cool. So let me start. Uh, yeah, I think the, the I'll go with start with the positives. I like the um, the shape of the watch. I think it's pretty cool to do an anti-digi that way. The buttons look good. The bracelet looks good. I think the functions are actually pretty cool. If you actually see how, like, for example, the gold one, they have, like, the temperature. You have, like, dual time alarm. You have a, chrono, you have a chronograph. You have a time date alarm, dual time stopwatch, a light. You have this any digi kind of look. I think, one, it's fun for May the 4th. I'd like to see them come out with actually a serious version of this because I think it could give, like, your Timex LC a run for his money. I think these are, these are fun watches. And I think for someone who wants to get a little... Um, novelty piece we all do yeah. i think it could be really cool if it wasn't star wars to be honest from the pictures that they look a little bit cheaply made to me like the case looks cheaper for the price yeah and they're made in china too china it says uh well, a lot they, of the pictures they make your iphones <laughs> yeah 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 for sure for sure <laughs> iphones <laughs> um carl what do you think of these Okay, so I think Mater Ford is a huge cash grab for any Star Wars fan. So that's the first thing first. Uh, you're, thing, <laughs> you're all. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other thing too, um, uh, some of them are. I, I find them they're really well done, like the C3PO and the R2D2. Yeah, I think they really evocate those characters well. The right. Boba Fett one for me is really a, a miss, and the Darth Vader one. I don't know. I don't have a, enough a good picture of it, but doesn't seem to be that good either, right? Uh, beside that, I don't know. I, there's one thing I like the design. I like the retro uh, style to it. It just like there's a chin to that case, right? It's like yeah. offset to the top, and at the, it looks at like the a bottom, toy. Yeah, and at the bottom there's like the uh, Anna DG temp on the right, and on the left is look like a mic grill, but I'm guessing it's a button, right? I'm guessing where you could talk to the watch. 
but it's not going to talk back. I can't. I talk to a lot of or things. Or it's this. Or it's the speaker to to alarm. set off sounds when you have starting and stopping time in the alarm. Yeah, that but sort I, of thing. I, I would I, I would do without that shit, but I'm guessing that's uh pretty accurate for the that watch from that time. Um, anyway, so. For me, it's hit or miss. Like uh, Dima said earlier, um, uh, probably a good collector piece if you're a Star Wars fan. And I would pay the extra to get the C-3PO one, the gold one. Yeah, I also agree with you. I like the C-3PO one the most. And I just wanted to also mention, because today is May the 4th, if you go to Google and just type like C-3PO in the search bar, you'll get a little graphic. Right, so okay. People who- People are going to listen to that episode in like three weeks uh, later. They're going to go, what the fuck? It doesn't work anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Liar. He keeps lying to us. <laughs> but the thing is this, um, this, uh, this, w- these watch, it's one thing. It's not the Darth Vader watch. I think it's just like the TIE fighter or whatever they're called. Like yeah. they, it's not someone who fights Thai people. That's not what I mean. I don't know what it, it's, I think they're called TIE fighters. No, I, think, no, I don't the, think he fight, fights Thai X-wing. people. He is from yeah. Thailand and he just fights. Right? Exactly. <laughs> like Ong Bak. Muay Thai fighter. Ong um back. Um Where's my elephant? <laughs> <laughs> that movie is great too. See, another good movie series. He yeah, just keeps, he just commits genocide because they they steal his elephant. <laughs> like, stop losing your elephant, dude. You you have you have like you gotta take care of your elephant. Get a leash. Like you fractured, you fractured my fibula. I don't know where your fucking elephant is. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> I don't even live here. Why why are you attacking me? <laughs> anyway, I sent you guys another uh, Star Wars watch that was also released today, which is a cross Death Star Tourbillon limited edition Ultimate Collector, which I think is fucking cool if you're a fan. It is. And you have a lot of disposable cool. income. <laughs> disposable so cool. income? Yeah, but the thing's $150,000. Oh my God. That's disposable income? <laughs> sure. If you like a lot gates. of disposable income. <laughs> God damn. If you, you got the Melinda uh, Gates money. Melinda, right? if you're if you're yeah, if you're Melinda Gates, you have a lot of money coming. Soon. Yo, Melinda, hook a brother up. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm so. Single. Anyway, yeah, it's um. So, just saying. Just saying. <laughs> I would buy it just Melinda for the case that it's coming in. Right. It's a very it's MBNF, like, huh? But I, I like the 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 lead, the strap also, right? Because the strap is shaped like the outside, like the little tunnel that the, the Tie Fighters were flying through, right? When Luke had to use his force. To aim the laser and to shoot into the whatever the exhaust duct or something. Sure, who, who builds exhaust yes. ducts yeah. like this? By the way, it's so easy. You just hit it and the whole thing explodes. What a what a terrible oh, yeah. what a per- terrible design. They should fire their engineers. Oh, and no, there's something they weird they because, the, the, because the, they're the base when he shoots it, if I remember correctly, the the fucking thing like curves in. Like well, he can, because he because can, gravity, obviously, right? Science. You just yeah, you could do like this whole like uh, like their, sidewinder their shot. There are spaceship flying in space. They can pretty much do whatever they want. There's spaceship like, flying. That's, in that's space. a pro- that, that's your that's your problem. Like oh, the humming missile curved. <laughs> like, yeah, you never saw that, right? But like the spaceship, all good. Oh yeah, that's warp speed problem. and uh, warp speed. So yeah, once yeah. you go yeah. into space, you basically don't have to f- obey any rules. Just just do whatever. You know, like there's there's space wizards with laser swords. That's and true. You're like. Right. And robots and stuff like that, you know. Nope, can't and use big, that term. <laughs> Cancel. <laughs> don't say that. And, and, and like huge dog that goes like <laughs> <laughs> a huge dog. Yeah, that forgot how to walk properly. Just walks like a human. He just uh, he became upright. What are you doing? What are you, what are you doing? <laughs> and a robot that became self-aware, so he's sassy. <laughs> 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 and the trash can that goes. <laughs> 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 
are these little uh, space bears? <laughs> space the fuck bears. is an Ewok? <laughs> it's, it's a like space a, bear. It's like a really fat raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, okay. Well, uh, we just uh, yeah. Sorry about that for anyone who's a really big fan. We just I uh, just can't get behind it. And there was probably a lot of beeps there. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's get into it. Let's uh, let's start us off. We we want to just share some of the channels that we enjoy they and they're not necessarily going to be all around um around watches i think we'll be able to talk about other um channels that we follow because i think it also feeds our, our hobbies and yeah the watches are a part of that but there's other hobbies around there as well obviously curl with uh you know penis <laughs> but uh, <laughs> dimitri why don't you start us off all right i'm gonna start you off uh <laughs> So <laughs> I'm going to start with the watch uh, channels. Uh, the first one I want to talk about is Jody. He runs a channel called uh, Just One More Watch. So uh, his name is Jody Musgrove, I think. He, he's, he's actually Scottish who immigrated to Australia. I think he lives in Sydney. Yep. And I think he works somewhere around uh, the he Sydney. He works at the Opera House. At the Opera House. I'm not sure exactly what he does, but he works at the Opera House. And he started this channel, and I think what I like, really like about this guy is that his deliveries, all of those guys that we're talking about today, they have a fantastic delivery, right? They're very good in front of the camera. Uh, so that's, you know, that's common for all of them. But the one thing that I think that he stands out among other watch uh, channels is that he chose a specific niche, and he sticks to it. So he only reviews either uh, inexpensive watches from big brands or micro brands. And he, does it, and he also does like segments when he buys stuff from Alibaba, right? So a lot of like Chinese mm-hmm. homages and copies and stuff. And, you know, it, it's always very nice to 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 watch his uh, videos knowing that it's always a specific price bracket. It's always something that you can easily afford. And, uh, you know, he, he does a pretty good job, I think, uh, not promoting anything and maintaining his kind of opinion fair, right? Uh, not sponsored. And I think rare times when he is sponsored, he is very, very transparent about it. And, you know, very nice guy. He seems uh, very entertaining. And uh, he has, like, a lot of interesting gimmicks that he does, right? He wears funny shirts every time. And yeah. he always goes, hello, at the beginning <laughs> of the episode. Uh, hello. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah, for everybody, uh, you know, who's uh, <clears throat> starting, uh, I think, starting to get into watches, I think that's a good channel to explore because... You know, you don't necessarily have the money yet, or you don't want to spend money, a lot of money on the watch. Uh, it's a good. He will probably give you good ideas and suggestions uh, for your first watches uh, that, that are inexpensive and affordable. And 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 one of the things I like about Jody is that when he's, he's covering like, a lot of micro brands and he covers these independent brands, he also was very good at making comparisons. And what I think it really will help when people are getting into the hobby. Is that he can? He'll talk a lot about bang for buck. He's like, well, this and this and this really shouldn't cost you know this much. And he, and and he'll be very honest. He'll be like, I think it's overpriced, or I think they could have done better, or I think this one is a better pick because of this, this, this. He's pretty good at and and it's all within that you say that aff- attainable, affordable segment that you mentioned, Dimitri. So yeah, I I watch pretty much almost all his videos and the last thing about that his time is good too he's eight minutes and he's done you know right. you yeah. get it you see his, his video and then you move on you don't have to sit for 35 minutes to, to hear and i think that kind of uh content uh, ingestion right carl is uh it's uh when it's eight minutes it's um it's a uh, it's it's a, it tailors to a good audience who wants to just um keeps a good attention um, span yeah and he's a very um consistent how he presents 
Yeah, I. Uh, We're looking I agree. at 3L stainless steel wash. Da, 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 this lug to lug on a this bracelet and the case, and like he's very consistent, you know. Yeah, uh, it, it flows the same way, right? His uh, reviews. The 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 one thing I was uh, also gonna mention is uh, he does a lot of those. Um, he he reviews a lot of let's say risky brands, right? The the watches that are coming right. from let's say brand new micro brands that nobody's ever heard of before, and he reviews right. a lot of watches that are hit and miss. Which is, I think, very cool because there's not a lot of watches he does review. They're not necessarily eye candy. Uh, like I, I, I honestly think from all of the watches I see him review, like I don't like. He's probably he probably has the channel that I like the least amount of watches because he's the one that takes the most, uh, the big largest amount of risks reviewing, let's say, micro brands or Alibaba watches and and stuff like that. Whereas right. other guys go for more famous brands and nicer, more famous watches, right? Less risky. And I think that's uh, right. another another kind of good point about his channel is that he does that. He explores. He's probably a good platform for young brands to uh, to send watches to him and review. Yeah, he's definitely on that circuit uh, where they send watches for that. Yeah, very good pick. Very good first pick. What about you, Carl? Do you want to go next? <clears throat> yeah. Uh, last note about um, just one more watch. Do you exactly watch? Do you listen? Sorry, do you listen to just one more watch, Carl? Uh, not uh, not really, not often. Uh, I know when sometime uh, uh, Dima ch- did send me some videos um, about some watches from him, so I did listen to those. But it's not yeah. uh, it's not in my like circuit of people I'm gonna watch every week. Well, it's not about uh, a but, Porsche, right? Uh, or a <laughs> yeah, no, he doesn't talk about cars. <laughs> I don't want to know. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, <clears throat> Ducatis, you said, Kevin? No, I said Bukaki. Bukaki. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what kind of a car God is that? Damn. um uh yeah i can go um i think that's a um uh watch it's gonna be my only watch channel i'm gonna talk about and that's the one that we all uh, listen to i'm pretty sure it's uh the watch finder uh channel they started pretty much as as a uh brick and mortar in the uk in london uh, and they're all about the pre-owned um watch uh, game so m- most of their watches are really really high end and I'm, like anyone who goes on YouTube and l- look for some watches they'll always you always hear the uh, looking to buy sell and exchange premium watch visit watch finder that's in ev- all of their videos right um, but but the big thing I like about those guys is uh, it's like super duper HD 4k macro shots of high end watches and right. most of those watches uh, probably will never have the chance to hold them right uh they're crazy rare pieces they're expensive watches and stuff like that and they're the kind of people who go why this a hundred thousand dollar tourbillon is a bargain (laughs) type of uh type of video right so it's like fitting the dream pretty much it's uh, listening to something that's out there that i'll never have the chance to uh, see touch or whatever but i love their um their compares too they'll be like yes (laughs) they'll take the gmd master 2 and they'll take the tudor pepsi and they'll be like a compare and contrast and they're very they're very yeah. um fair i find just in their observations and you know the very the, the brit the british guy the accent sounds great it's well written their videos are well yes. written yes. yeah and i yes. was gonna say like i think of all the channels they to me have the best delivery if they really yes. want to sell you a watch they do a fantastic job of making you want that watch mm-hmm. especially like I, I can't remember yeah. i think I've, i was sharing, sending you guys a video of uh langenzona <laughs> Right. Yeah, when, they, when they go, when they compare yeah, I, like a like a twenty thousand dollar chronograph to like a hundred fifty thousand dollar chronograph, I'm like, well, just 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 let's not just talk about it. Just just look at it. Just look at it. Yeah. And then they yeah, do the macro I, shot, like you were saying, right? We're just just showing yeah. how the watch ticks. Yeah. 
uh, I had that in my notes that the favorite watch video of Dima ever was from them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> quote, quote, unquote, just look at it video. Just look at it. I have memories um, where we would, you know, be partying and getting inebriated or whatever. And then. Oh, and that's, then, in the, that's in the background. If we put it on the background on mute while we have music going, yeah. we just have like watch finder <laughs> going through yeah. watches. Yeah. Like, Yo, check that's this shit out. <laughs> yeah, that was in my notes as well. It was like, we, we all use that as a background during a party. Hell yeah. They're, the shots are super so beautiful and they like they took the whole screen as well right so oh, when yeah. you're uh, full screen if it's a you have a big tv those things are really impressive uh but yeah so they started in 2002 i was looking into it now they have 15 stores across the globe it's nuts like france germany and Swiss, switzerland the usa hong kong um like and brick and mortar and like they have a whole shop of people to do their maintenance too so like now they're really huge like huge do you guys know huge. any um used watch stores older than that like was this a thing older yeah uh Durf. don't know maybe crown caliber you mean in, in the online space because well, there is like in, uh, in there general, are shops yeah there are shops that um like when the watch box come out i don't know because they're the biggest in the u.s by like far right i feel like the watch market wasn't as big uh more than 20 years ago and the user right market. yeah I mean, well, we didn't have to look at there, right? You just need to look at the price of Rolex. That's the <laughs> like yeah. uh, 20 years ago, a sub was kind of cheap, <laughs> and you yeah, could exactly. get one. <laughs> I think that's the the what's make it makes it more affordable is the fact that you actually can purchase one. Yeah, like if you go to the store, um, you can actually buy it. Yeah. So yeah, Watchfinder. Uh, that's like my big big watch channel that I, I watch often, and I always when I go on their uh, channel, it's like a never-ending hold of clicking on the next video on the side as well. Yeah. Like, I, I cannot only watch one. I have to watch, like, ten. Turn off your autoplay because it's never... Yeah, pretty much. It's, it's a <laughs> slippery slope. So, uh, yeah, that was my uh, first channel for uh, Watch, Watchfinders uh, UK uh, channel. That's cool, cool, cool. Very good, very good. Kevinio. Cool, 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 cool. So I'll go... I'll actually continue on that vein as well, doing someone else that also... Is, they touch watches, but there's, like, two parts of this channel. So the first one is the... It's all part of Watchbox right first one is is and and you can hear right away goes hi uh i'm tim and thanks for logging on oh, so yeah. tim masso is constantly reviewing watches he does an eight minute a five to six maybe seven minute review he has it all in his hands and him it's the speed of which he talks about the watch he'll say you'll do this this will depress this way this movement this he'll give you details of the watch and just like absorb it all if you really want to just take a, a list down when you're shopping and they source any watch you want. So I really want that watch. I'll go source it. The watch box is like the biggest in the United States in terms of sales. Much more than Crown & Caliber, for example. Like much more. Um, <clears throat> so that's that's the first one. So if ever you want to see quick reviews, and they have a lot of watches that they go through. The quality is not as good as Watchfinder. Watchfinder is much more presentation, I find, behind what they present. Watchbox will really just blitz. A ton. You can get pretty much every watch, every model, old model, secondhand, new watches that just came out. It'll go through all of them, the different colors, and uh, yeah. So that's 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 the first thing when I th uh, when it comes to Watchbox, that can really get you to if you're looking for a specific model, go to him because Tim Mossel also has a lot of info. He's really well revered as well in the um, in the watch community. Uh, so you'll see when he speaks, he might be quick to it but he has a lot of information to share <clears throat> the other thing um is the watchbox channel has different shows they talk about the market they have other ones uh tim Masso has his is called talking watches on if it's every monday night he has people log in he does wrist shots talks about his subjects and he goes fast 
But if you really want to dive into the watch world, that is a channel that has something for everyone that way. And it's really deep. It's less, uh, it's more about the content than it is about the, the, uh, the, it's more about um, function versus form, we'll say. But you have to really get into it because he gets into really nitty gritty details about it. But he's very, um, they're very, uh, they have a lot of very good observations about the market. They can talk to you a lot about what, um, what they see is trading well, what they see is coming, what the, the companies are doing at like the head office level, what manufacturers are doing. They get into some really deep stuff. So I, I enjoy it. Uh, it's a lot of fun. I learn a lot from from those podcasts, from those videos, from those, because they're, I say podcasts because they're recorded there, right? Uh, it's not just uh, audio, but they're, 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 they record their, their uh, discussions and they can last up to 25, 40 minutes an episode, right? On a weekly basis. So well, that's my first pick. Watchbox, I think, is a really good one to really immerse yourself in in, in watches. That's my first pick. Let's yeah, keep agreed. going then. Carl, uh, Carl, let's go with Dimitri. Cool, cool, cool. Um, my second one would be Teddy Baldassar. I'm sure you guys all know who he is. Uh, so Teddy. he's a pretty young guy. I think he started only, he's only started doing the uh, watch YouTube videos like uh, maybe three, four years ago properly. And uh, I think as of like last year, he's stopped even doing his regular job and now he's working on this thing full time. He is not actually doing this alone. He has, I think, a partner and a few people working together, right? Doing the production. They produce a lot of videos. Why I think it's a very useful channel, especially for somebody who's starting their collection, again, getting into the watches, and it probably will help you get into watches, is that unlike a lot of other channels where they review one specific watch for like 10 minutes plus, he does a lot of those top 10 watches under 1,000 or top divers for like under 500 bucks. So he does a lot of lists. And I think that is extremely helpful for somebody who, let's say, likes a specific watch and wants to see what are the alternatives. And he, and he's not just a guy who goes and Googles, right? Like he has a lot of uh, watch knowledge. So the list that he makes are pretty good lists. They're not, they, and they're very like, let's say, diverse. Like you know, if you want to find, if you want to buy a diver and you want to buy yourself like the Seiko SPB one forty three, right, fifteen hundred bucks. Let's see what uh, what else is there for fifteen hundred bucks. What can you get for that money? And then you you can find a good list from him that he will give you some really really awesome alternatives. And I was doing this myself recently. I need I know all the watches, but it's also nice to be reminded of you know what right. uh, money can buy for that price, right? And like like in that specific case, you can get Amido Ocean uh, Ocean Star Tribute, which is I think even a less a little bit cheaper. But you can get a cool new uh, Squale uh, Thirty Nine Atmos. With like an awesome you get a Zodiac, I uh, yeah yeah Zodiac is has awesome history, but I I just don't like the designs as much. Not for me. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Exactly the different but, history. But but that uh, you but get. Uh, but uh, yeah, but exactly like you you can get a lot uh, for that uh, price, right? So I think right. he produces a lot of videos. Uh, it's uh, it, 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 he has a big store too, right? Uh, he sells watches, I think, and maybe some other accessories. I'm not sure if he sells uh, straps as well. Yeah. <clears throat> mm. So he's how do you he's feel about commercial. that? I just wonder how do you how do you feel about that? The fact that he's that he's selling watches because I give you one like sometimes uh, they're like, you'll read an article Houdinki and sometimes like yeah but they now carry that watch it's like of course they're going to be good to it right in the reviews like uh, I like Teddy yeah, that sure. he does the he does the watches in different segments he does a thing yes. and he do, he's not very controversial right he's like yeah it's he'll give you what yeah. it is it's nice but he's not uh, this is garbage don't buy yes <laughs> like Archie luxury right. <laughs> 
<laughs> I, yeah, well, but but that's it exactly. But uh, but somebody like Archie, right? He's not ever gonna be big because of the fact that he's controversial. He doesn't have any filter. Uh, I mean, yeah. I think all of those all of those different channels have a specific uh, niche, right, in their segment. Niche, yeah. uh, I I don't I don't really have anything against that. Like you you have to understand that you are watching a channel that wants to grow and be bigger. And to be able right. to, to get there, you 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 can't be a dick, right? You have to be more or less politically correct. It's like a studio movie versus like a, a Tarantino movie, right? Yeah, they will engineer the movie such that it's gonna be pleasing to the largest amount of audience to be able to get the maximum amount of money from the movie, right? Yeah. Uh, it's the same thing, same thing here, but it doesn't negate that he has good watch knowledge and you know assembles pretty good reviews let's say it's just that yes yep. he's probably not going to be shitting on watches unnecessarily right? true yep. uh, I think but Teddy's good I like I, I do like Teddy Baldazar I've, I've watched a lot of his videos uh, yeah yeah he's more politically correct but I, I think again don't stick to just the one channel it's always nice to see it from uh, if you want to buy a watch don't just make a decision based on one video right uh, read, uh, read articles too, right? YouTube is not the only source. And read, read. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and, you know, what I tend to do as a maybe as a, a hint to listeners out there as well. When you're on YouTube and you see a video, or whatever it is, read the comments. Read, read what some people are saying, you and you'll get really shitty. Stupid screw things. you, no, screw you. That's usually the comments screw you, you see on YouTube. Screw you, Bennett. <laughs> you're, screw um, you, Bennett. Let off some steam. <laughs> and then you'll see some. Uh, you'll see something, yeah, but at this wow, at this price, blah blah blah. You could get this, this, this instead. That's yeah, good, good info too. You know, you can hear oh, what sure. people say. I, I know I've done that, and uh, and you know. I think it's funny when Hodinkee comes up with something, not, not to anything with them, but the comments can be ruthless, eh? <laughs> Some people are like, <laughs> what the fuck is it's this? A, it's a huge problem. Like, Hodinkee, they're basically victims of their own success, right? They're so big and people are right. shitting on them. It's like, it's... But everybody likes the talking watches segment with uh, John May, right? That was, that was awesome. Every, and all of those knows. segments are fantastic. But they're yeah, great, people yeah. love to shit on Hodinkee every time they come up with a new release. And we do that too, right? Uh, when they make a, a traveling clock there. Six thousand dollars. They slip up sometimes in a pandemic. They slip, right? Yeah, it's, it happens. But yeah, I all in all, I think it's a good channel for somebody who doesn't know anything and wants to kind of explore what money can buy. If you have a specific budget, you can probably find a good video from Teddy Baldassar telling you, "Hey, like, what's a good dress watch for a thousand dollars and less?" Or you know, and so on. I think that's uh, for yeah. that specifically. You should check out his channel. Excellent. Yeah, that's it. Carl, what's your second pick? Um, well, now I'm going to exit the watch space. So do you guys have other watch uh, channels you maybe want to talk about be, uh, before me? Yeah, I'll, I'll yeah, do Yeah, let's one. do that. Let's do that. Let's, let's make him... Uh, so a quick one that, that's kind of like what what, <laughs> what uh, Dimitri mentioned in terms of like, uh, it's easy, it's good to, 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 to look at watches. Another one which I like, um, his name is Random Rob. And uh, you can find him. He's been on, on YouTube since uh 2006 fun fact is that his first name is random and his last name is rob which makes no sense exactly <laughs> but it's in his passport <laughs> it's just random you just random. so what's really good about him is that uh and he's based out of the u.s he has about fifty thousand subscribers not very much but he, he puts out a video about every uh day on monday he does a live chat which is about 45 minutes all of his videos last between five and six minutes on Sundays, he does a Sunday fun day watch collection, which is about 10 minutes. He gets watches. People send them in. 
and he just goes through a quick review of them, boom, 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 compares to the other one. And um, I like his his videos. He's very unpretentious, very, he'll take in any kind of watch, does comparisons. And like Jody, like you like you had mentioned, Dimitri, he, he lives within the affordable segment. His watches are never too, too expensive. Sometimes he'll get like a Breitling, you know, top times, multiple thousands of dollars. But he'll bring in Casios, tons of G-Shocks. And he's all the G-Shocks on his channel. He'll put up every Seiko. He'll have every single type of citizen uh, watch, every diver. He'll do a quick nine-minute review of a Tudor versus an Omega. He does unboxings. He does, uh, he does. Um, sorry, <clears throat> micro brands that are new. And he does uh, new releases from other ones. And he'll touch every single type of watch. And he's a video every single day. So it's a lot of fun, very unpretentious. And he's linked to this other guy named Bruce Williams, which I'm sure you guys have all seen right. as well. Not that they're linked, but they're on the same, like, whoop. Trading friends on Facebook, yeah, they're on like the same trading, uh, say like um, course because often it'll be like, Yeah, I got this watch in from my friend Rob, or I got this one from Bruce, lent it in for the review. So he gets in and then he does the so he's friend with Bruce Willis, you said Williams, exactly. Yeah, yes, die hard, cool. <laughs> with, the, with the guy from the uh, Family Matters, who was... I mean, do, how do you think Bruce Willis made all his money, right? It's not movies, obviously, exactly. it's the reviewing watches, <laughs> reviewing watches, exactly. <laughs> So um, <clears throat> so anyway, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Random Rob, a lot of fun. He'll have sometimes watches I'm not interested in looking, but then I won't even click him. But then he has like the Street Fighter watches, a watch winder, different G-Shocks, you know, uh, all this stuff. And uh, yeah, really yeah. good. And then what he does, he does sometimes watches that came in <clears throat> or watches he's obtained. And then he goes, hey guys, let's do a um, giveaway. Or I'm selling this watch for this price that, that it comes with this, this, this. Very that it hit me up with this, and then he just sells all of his stock that way. So, really, really cool. So that's that's random Rob. Uh, that's my uh, se- my second or third channel now. It's your uh, I don't know second. I'm uh, yeah. I'll go. I'll do another one. My last one. My last watch channel. Although I'll, I'll go quicker. It's gonna be our fellow Canadian uh, representative. Yes. Also, uh, I think he's Ukrainian. It's uh, it's oh, Oleg no. uh, from Vancouver who does a, who has a channel called Twenty Four Hours at a Time. Uh, I mean, I just call it Oligan Bond because he has a he has a French bulldog that he uh, makes. Maya is the best best part of the best part of the channel. <laughs> he Ole basically is funny that dog man. Yeah, the dog is amazing. So he he has a French uh, a Frenchie who he basically makes he makes him he puts him next to himself when he's videotaping the the watch review and then it's kind of become a tradition in every single episode. What I like about it is the guy's like the guy is very it's very lighthearted. It's very the guy the guy is very nice and he got he does very. Um, very easy uh, reviews I find easy to listen it's, the presentation is very good it's very nice I find very pleasant there's very rarely any controversial opinions I think he has a very good way of presenting such that you know there's no there's no negative emotion even when he's kind of not really a fan of the watch uh, but he does he does different types of watches. He's he Canadian. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> of course, he's super dog. Yeah, it's all good. That's true. That's true. It's fine. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. Buys like a, a fake watch. And so I'm so sorry. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, he doesn't really he doesn't really have a specific niche. He he reviews all kinds of watches. He he also gets a bunch of watches for review, right? But he uh, he uh, apart from let's say reviewing in affordable watches, he also is building his own personal collection of like very nice watches and he has some pretty cool uh pretty cool uh items I think in his in his watches, in his collection. Is it, I think he has a, a Black Bay, I think he has. He has a Speedmaster. Jeep Master 2. Pepsi. Yeah. 
He has a snowflake. You got that one. Oh, he does. Yeah, so he, yeah. yeah, he does very, very like it's it's a bit of a deviation. He doesn't really follow a specific fall into a specific niche, but I find that it's just in general. If you like a specific watch and you want to see a very nice, let's say, uh, in depth review, I highly recommend. Very, very cool, Carl. Talk to us. Yes. So, leaving the uh, watch watchosphere, I'm going to tech. Um, I'll talk about two channels back to back. If it's okay with uh, with you, Kevin, I don't want to well, step over your. No, but I guess do it anyways. <laughs> you didn't ask me. Actually, okay. I'm kind of hurt. Exactly. Not okay yeah. with me at all. But uh, I guess I'm not. A, <laughs> I'm not asking yeah. you. Uh, so uh, the first one is going to be uh, M Key BHD or Marcus Brownlee. I think Dima, you know that channel as well. Yeah. Um, so it's uh, pretty much Marquez who started uh, like in his room when he was a kid, like in oh seven oh eight, I think. And it was just like reviewing like some headphones and stuff like that. He built pretty much in, like his career as a journalist following those things. And now he's, for me, I think he's producing one of the best quality video. Uh, uh, same thing with, uh, when I was talking like uh, Watch Finder a bit earlier, that like they're, they're really like the gods of the macro shots. Uh, Marcus Brownlee is really, 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 really good into se- se- uh, putting a scene for a product. So showcasing a new iPhone, new laptop, uh, some headphones, the... the you see there's a lot of effort into how they frame it, how they put the stage behind it. Everything that's under the table is there for a reason. The color schemes, everything. And he now has a whole team behind him just for the production of the videos. And there's like team A and team B. So there's like the B roles are completely different, a different place in New York City and stuff like that. It's really, really, really a well-presented product always. Um, He's not too much on the uh, harsh side. Most of the time he's gonna tell uh, like what's the new hype product what's the new let's say um, general consumer technology so like cell phones laptops uh, video games some computer stuff not all of them TVs uh, the last Tesla maybe um, stuff like mm-hmm. that so it's not too much on the extreme side of things but I think it, it really present well the product and in a fun way as well and there's a lot of budget behind everything as well so that's really nice for a full year he had a robotic arm uh, to do some filming like a company landed a like a something like a three hundred thousand dollar robotic arm to do some shots right. and he used that for a full 12 months well he has a right. huge podcast right the 14 million followers so he probably yeah, has a, enough of a budget to afford all those things yeah, yeah. and the podcast uh, was after his youtube channel okay. Uh, okay but yeah he's one of the like big 10 tech reviewers on youtube now yeah, he's one of the only person in the U.S. receiving like Apple reviews units before the other ones as well. That's something that's really difficult. Supposedly, I don't know, uh, but yeah. So it's it's really nice. It's really well well um, presented. And on the same subject, tech. Uh, that's uh, another f- uh, fellow Canadian. Uh, you were talking about Oleg a bit earlier. It's uh, Linus Tech Tips. So Linus Sebastian. Um, Linus started his career as uh, in the hardware industry for computers. So he's like an expert before being uh, a YouTube content creator. And now has one of the biggest uh, media group in YouTube. Uh, so yeah. the Linus Media Group owns something like 10 channels. They have multiple podcasts. They're, they're some, some like 20 to 35 people always working in his company. Like uh, they have a lifestyle. They have um, like a 3D animation team. They have bunch of different stuff they even built computers for other youtube channels and stuff like that um so on those side there's they're a bit more of the expert side of things they'll be, build crazy computers they'll really go into details they're gonna have like hours long video they'll build build servers they even build like um custom setups for a uh, dead mouse 
at his home and stuff like that. They're big on more on the bigger side of things. Uh, so if you're a bit more like me and like geeking out on those things, uh, you have to go see them. Uh, they'll talk about mm-hmm. uh, tech, tech equipment for um, like audio recording and like cinema recording and all those things. But they're going to talk about red cameras that cost like, oh, we just bought 10 red cameras for a studio. That's like, why did we put half a million dollars in equipment or studios and stuff like that? Or when they're going to present a new computer and they put their money with the money where their mouth is and they're gonna if they like a laptop that's the laptop they're gonna buy for the whole company as well and after that they're gonna go reviews after six months after a year different people talking about the same thing and um after all that they'll do like some stupid videos like recently they build uh xbox controller out of pure gold so they put something like it was sixty five thousand dollars worth of gold mm, <laughs> into geez. like a yeah into like an xbox controller right Jesus, uh yeah. so it's really yeah, no. So it's really fun. They do present the different things, but uh, like Mark is more on the lighter side, more on the cons- consumer centric, and Linus more on the professional side of things, a bit more uh, expensive, but f- with a reason behind it. And they have experts always. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the channels it's um, Tank Tech Link, and it's pretty much dumbing down subjects that may be hard to follow on their main channels as well. They have news channels, they have podcasts about movies, and they have like Short Circuit as a channel. They only do unboxing stuff. So new products, what's the un- unboxing experience? Those are five minutes videos. So they, they really offer everything in a tech world. Uh, for me, it's a, I always watch most of their videos. It's a weekly thing for me. All right. Uh, yeah, I have a question for uh, um, about MKBHD. I mm-hmm. I see that he does a lot of reviews, but it seems like this guy is very technical, right? I don't really know what his background is, but he has occasional videos where he like let's say there's a new iPhone that comes out and he does like a 25-minute video of just like just intense yes. reviewing every single aspect of the software and like a feature in the phone. That is yes. that is so, a lot of technical details, right? That's a lot of preparation. It's not very lighthearted, mm-hmm. let's say. Yeah. Um, he does that. It, it do, does go in, uh, in depth on some products. Uh, but when you look at the overall of the channel, the, the bulk of his stuff is a bit more on the latter side. But now they're a big team. Uh, 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 Marcus Brunley now, like, his team is like eight people. And there's like, they, you literally have writers as well, right? Okay. So it's a whole production, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and you see it. Like, the quality of the, uh, his videos are really, really high. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. I've, I've seen his videos. They're excellent. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> So in the same thing, uh, I was listening to one of the podcasts and they were talking about how they were recording it. And there was like for every hour and 30 minutes of content, their uh, post-production guy is pretty much giving them an hour flush. And because he's removing every silence, every like people when they like a a filling word, when they go like "Mm," between two words, everything. So they sound super professional. But it's like we don't sound like that ever. But their podcast sounds like they're the best ever. But it's because the yeah. post-production behind it is insane but it's also right? a different right. investment oh no for sure for sure for sure but like it, I, I like that channel because they talk about those things as well right, right? yeah actually speaking of the post-production I um, I was um, I was listening to um, uh, an episode on 10 and 2 and uh, they were interviewing Terry Baldessar actually that I, that I was just talking about right. and he was mentioning of how long because he has a pretty good like professional level videos and he has some background in uh, video editing Uh like he's saying that people don't understand how long it takes to to create those those videos on YouTube, right? There's a reason why they're popular. It's because they put an insane amount of work into those things. Uh, he goes, for every let's say video that I post, it takes about forty hours of production, like post post like editing. No way. Yeah, it's wow. it's 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 a crazy amount of time. 
That guy Urban Gentry also produces incredible videos. Yeah, we haven't mentioned him. I think it's a des- it's a deserving shout out to Urban Gentry. Uh, I I wasn't gonna talk to him, but you know, because he let's say he's a bit polarizing, and uh, in his delivery, his videos are the ones that are running for like twenty minutes about a specific watch, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, I gotta give him credit. Uh, he's probably the reason. He was probably the, f- the the YouTube channel that got me into watches, right? Like that really yeah. kind of fueled my interest because he was one of the but first feeding, ones. It's just, I'm just it's just on your point when you're saying the editing because oh yeah, his thing. One of the things he does very well, he edits very well. He puts does beautiful sceneries. He does yeah. great. Great editing, yeah. great montages, yeah. and the way he cut. Yeah, he's that uh, that's good. gonna take forever to do. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think he, he also actually... is a professional, right? He's a sound engineer, I think, right? And he probably has yep. he probably has some good background in like editing. Oh, uh, for sure. So all of those guys, by the way, have uh, all of the guys that have really good videos in their uh, channels. They all have some background in the video editing, or their mm-hmm. company, like Watchfinder, for sure, has yeah. a whole production team behind them as well. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's very cool. So maybe I'll go next. Yeah. It's my turn there. Um, I'm going to try to go away from the watches, but I just want to give a couple of shout outs to a couple of sites if you want to go look them up um, really quickly. Uh, one, I like Time and Tide. They're based out of Australia. They have a nice style, not too repetitive. They have it, they change it up from video to video, so it's diverse. I really enjoy that. Uh, so if you get a chance to look them up. Um, a shop that a lot of people like, especially in the United States, that has a lot of videos based on what he has in his stock. Long Island Watch is another one. Uh, Watch Addiction, Bark and Jack is another one. Uh, Good production value there. Um, John P. Watches, who was with Delray, with Frederico. Uh, There's another one that's great. Jenny L., she's she's from Germany, I believe. She's also very, very popular. Another good site. Um, and the thing is, what I find is interesting is just when you're looking at watches and you guys are searching online, guys, um, when you start, and it's for sure, once you get into this hobby, you guys already, we're not even, you guys aren't learning anything for, in terms of these sites. I'm sure you all know them because as soon as you look up a new release, these are the people that the videos make it at the top of the list. Uh, so I think the ones that we shared might have been a little bit more... Uh, uh, maybe on the, the like random Rob is not the he has fifty thousand subscribers. He does have millions, right? But um, I think that um, you guys pretty much know who um, the what these sites are, who they are, right? Yeah. So that that is what uh, we had there. So maybe I'm, to move away from it, I'm going to go a little bit on the lighter side. So just one thing. Um, I'm going to go into two, two. I'm going to go into music for a second. And uh, there's one site that I really enjoy, and specifically for one thing, and I just wanted to share. It's called it's NPR Music, but specifically what they have is something called Tiny Desk Concerts. Oh yeah, I know. And those. what it is is they're 25 minutes uh, concerts of of a specific person. They do it around basically a desk in a small library or something, and they have to play their actual music. So it's re- it's really a lot of fun. You'll have uh, you know groups like you have Andrew WK, that <laughs> you have like Anderson serious? Pack. That's amazing. Yeah, and then Mac Miller before. God, you know, rest I've seen in peace. Uh, I've seen the and Sting, then, I think. Yeah, I've seen Sting. Sting and Shaggy. <laughs> yeah, Sting and Shaggy. Yeah, I watched that one. <laughs> so, and I, I recently I just, uh, like, I listen to, to almost all of them if I can because they're they're quick enough. Second thing is I, I have YouTube Music because I have, a, I have a Google Music account. So you can get these videos in audio, right, right on the, the, the app. Um, or just turn off your screen. To Dave Matthews. Right. Turn off your computer. Huh? Turn off your computer screen, and it becomes an audio. <laughs> <laughs> but um, anyway, that's a lot of fun. NPR music is, I, I think, is really, really great, and that's more on the lighter side. 
And the other one that I had on the lighter side, I just want to share and, um, before we move on is also uh, there's a there's a, a channel. It's called Amazing Space Videos. And I really like it because one of the things I, I, I like to do is, uh, believe it or not, I find it for some reason calming. I like to, um, when I'm doing, I, like I get on the elliptical, the treadmill, start running. I like to put on the NASA's live stream of the um, International Space Station. And it's really cool. So it takes, you know, it goes around and has some really nice footage. And uh, it shows views of Earth, uh, the moon, that sort of thing. And uh, it's 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 a lot of fun, and um, I think um, in a world that we're going fast, 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 these things can be kind of calming. So some good music and uh, you know views from Earth, it just makes you feel uh, how small we actually are. So yeah, those are the two little pics I had there. Yeah, that was pretty cool. What about uh, you, Dimitri? I um, yeah, I'll just jump in a sec. I adding to the NPR music. I I don't I haven't explored them much yet, uh, but I have them on my um, my uh, uh, added uh, subscribed channels list there on YouTube. Uh, the one that I have been subscribed for many many years, and they I, I discovered I think Milky Chance through them. It's uh, there's Berlin uh, Berlin sessions, and there's also BBC Radio One. That's also oh, I find yeah, very that's cool. They do kind of similar stuff, right? They invite uh, musicians and they just do like live little concerts. Not concerts, but they do a live sh- like live songs. And uh, it was, uh, I think, similar to what NPR does. Maybe um, they don't do the same particular type, but uh, uh, also very cool check out, to, to check out. Um, I'm also going to deviate from watches, and I'm going to go into a channel that I, you know, I enjoy watching quite a bit because I, I, I enjoy cooking in general, and I, I watch like food shows and I watch YouTube channels that do this kind of stuff. And the one I think that gets uh, a lot of views from me is uh, called Babish. Uh, so this guy, his name is Andrew Rea. He started this channel like I don't know four or five years ago. Uh, if you think about it, all of those like most popular channels that we're talking about, they're they're not even more than they're not more than five years old. Eh? Yeah, um, I love Pigeon with Babish. It's one of my favorite cooking. Oh shows. yeah, he's awesome. So he started off originally, and he by the way also has a background in video production. So he 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 started he ran off like he started off by like I, making in marketing, I think. Uh, like production of marketing. Oh, or maybe, like maybe, that, maybe, right? maybe. But he started yeah. off by like already making like like his first video was perfectly designed. Like the video was quality was very good. Mm-hmm. So yeah. he started off and he found a cool niche and I think now he's slowly separating. He started he started a cool niche where he would find let's say a specific meal that was made in a movie or in a cartoon and he would recreate it, right? Uh, but now he is like, you know, it's been multiple years that he's been doing this. Now he's so good at this. That he gets invited to by chefs, right? There's a there's a Netflix show called the Chef Show with the John Favreau, who he was invited there to cook yeah. with him, and he also like is super good at cooking, right? He he's I mean he's a chef now by himself, so he really creates complex uh, recipes and he recreates uh, uh, the, the 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 recipes from the movies fantastically. Um, one uh, little interesting fact I wanted to mention about this guy is uh, he he is a watch fan as well, and he's a Rolex boy. Yeah, and uh, Rolex nut. Yeah, and uh, if you guys recall, I was always like s- obsessed with the vintage uh, blue they uh, they just right, and the yeah. reason why the so first time I saw it was watching one of his YouTube videos. He was wearing the blue uh, a blue like a vintage they just. With a digest, uh, with a um, uh, leather strap, right? And only recently, I started watching another channel, uh, another watch channel. This guy is this guy is super hilarious, intense. His name is Nico. I can't remember what his last name is, but he does a channel called Pride and Pinion. 
So he's like he's he's a fun guy to listen to. He's very a lot of character, right? The, he loves Hublot. Oh yeah, he loves Hublot. Yeah, he's the biggest fan of Hublot. <laughs> and 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 he was watching and he did his YouTube video and when he was watching a Babish video and he saw the Babish wearing this blue uh, Rolex, he's like, ah, that's a fake. <laughs> so he contacted <laughs> Babish and they, they did a video together where he explained to him like why he's wearing the fake, why the Rolex that he had had a, was was fake. So the 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 blue digest that I really fell in love with is the one that I saw on his wrist that was actually fake. <laughs> that was actually fake. Yeah, it's been a good fake though. Oh, it's a beautiful watch. Anyways, it's a cool channel. Uh, like if somebody who likes to cook, uh, he does a lot of recipes. He and now he's slowly shifting. It's it was used to be called binging with Babish. Now it's just called Babish or Babish Culinary yeah. Universe. And he has yeah. a, a, a segment where it's called Basics with Babish. So he, instead of just following yeah. recipes from movies, right? Sometimes they're like extravagant, ridiculous recipes. He focuses on making like cool dishes Dope. that are normal people's dishes, right? Which yeah, is, yeah. Which is teaching yeah. uh, the basics pretty much. Exactly. So very cool, yeah. very interesting. Like how to boil water. Yeah, how to boil water, water exactly. <laughs> how to chew properly. Like. Chew. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I really love that channel too. It's a He's a Rolex uh, collector as well. Yeah. Uh, when his channel first, it is first million subscribers. Uh, he walked into, is uh, it like I think in Manhattan, right, or Brooklyn, and he saw a watch shop and they were like showcasing some subs. And he walked in and was like, "I need to celebrate." And he left with a two-tone sub. That was his first watch ever. <laughs> and since then, he's, he's. I think he has like four or five. He has Rolex a few. Now. Yeah, he has a few. He has his fake one. He has the two tone. He has a Pepsi. Oh, he does have a Pepsi. Uh, Pep- wow. No, uh, Pepsi or Batman. I don't remember. And uh, I think uh, all black sub as well. Right. No date, Perfect. right? Yeah. Interesting how um, those guys become watch guys quickly, right? Uh, Sean from uh, Hot Ones also is uh, as a Rolex yeah. fanboy. <laughs> yeah, but he has a, doesn't he have a day date? He has like a gold. I thought he has like a gold Daytona. The gold yeah. Daytona, or yeah, gold, like, I thought it was a gold day date with may, the Jubilee. Yeah. Anyway, but the, but that also is a great gimmick. The great gimmick is like he's a good interviewer. It's like you know what, and let's eat hot chicken wings uh, oh, that's together a, as we do it. Right, it's yeah. such a good fantastic gimmick. Fantastic premise, it really catches on. Fantastic premise, and he's definitely a good interviewer because every star he invites always compliment him on how awesome he the questions are. Right? Uh, yeah, yeah, they're not like so like they're good questions, <laughs> right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so that's it. Uh, I just one more I was gonna talk about. Do we have time? Do you want to switch? Uh, do you want to talk about? Go something for else? it. No, no, go for it, Dimitri. Go for it. Go for it, go for uh, it, go for it. Another one that I want to talk about is because I'm a you know I, I'm into photography and I watch a lot of different channels and I watch channels that do reviews of photography. Uh, there are a few channels that are very, very awesome for uh, photography. Kind of like, uh, it's fun to watch. F- photography might be boring for some, but it's fun to watch uh, channels where uh, they introduce like an aspect of humor in there, so it's more entertaining. Uh, there's a guy from Canada. He's in Toronto. His name is Peter McKinnon. So he's um, uh, he he doesn't do reviews, but he is a, a photographer by trade who eventually, and again, this is all like in the last five six years, who uh, uh, just became a vlogger, and he has he runs a huge YouTube channel. There's millions of subscribers and views every video. Right. So he, for somebody who's you know who wants to get into photography, I think this is cool because you can find a video for every single occasion, like. He will give right. you some tips as to uh, as to how to compose pictures. Is to give you tips as to like how to take, understand maybe some basics of, you know, like lighting. Understand basics of you know the things that you can control, like exposure, aperture, and ISO and so and so on. 
he can also he has all his videos when he goes on location and he tells you like hey you know what i want to catch like a cool picture like what am i supposed to do how do i do that uh he also does stuff like we did recently right when he reviews uh everyday carry and gadgets and stuff and also he's a big watch guy and also not long ago because i've been following those you know videos for years now uh, he's gotten into watches maybe like a year ago even but again uh, uh, he quickly bought himself a few really cool ones he for sure has the the the, the Cassiope. i think he has a sub and i think recently he has a, a speedmaster like uh, the same one as mine and uh, recently he purchased you know the uh, there's a new omega seamaster that was released for the um, uh, the upcoming movie mm-hmm. no time to die I, it's no it's cool die. because yeah. it's it has a, it's on a mesh uh, bracelet, mm. and it's a cool it's nice. a cool very nice it's nice. a very very cool nice, very nice design of a watch. They they haven't they didn't put like logos or anything on the front. I think there's like a small engraving on the back that shows like zero zero seven or something, right in that same yeah. font. Uh, but other than that, it doesn't really look like it's a like it's a, a, a watch that's for a movie. Anyhow, yeah, so uh, this guy is uh, fun to watch. Again, like video quality is ridiculous, right? Because this guy, this is his job. Uh, And if you, it's not even for somebody who is into photography. It's just cool to watch. There's a lot of interesting videos uh, about just, um, you know, beautiful locations and cool gadgets as well. But they're mostly focused on photography and video editing. Very good. What about you, Carl? What about your next pick? Uh, Once again, I'll, I'll... Uh, that'll be my last pick and I'll uh, have the two channels in the same subject uh, on their cars. So, um, you no know, the, the thing. I'll, I'll, yeah, no shit. I'll always talk about those uh, th- those guys. At least uh, one of them was in this celebrity pick that was not a celebrity for anyone beside me. <laughs> it's the Matt. smoking tire, right? Matt Farah. Damon. Yeah. <laughs> Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Uh, same, same. No, so yeah, Matt Farah uh, is pretty much doing that since YouTube exists. The big, big thing with the smoking uh, tire is reviewing cars while driving them. So it's yeah. uh, what he calls a one take. So he's pretty much set up being a bunch of GoPros on the cars and driving down like the canyons in uh, Los Angeles and or on racetracks. And he talks to the camera at the same time. Um, if you look at like top gears, I do that a little bit. Uh, so Matt Fred has a same approach. Uh, he even has some uh, shows on the... Um, Agri channel, he rides for road and track, and most of those things. Even when you talk about, like, let's say, the story of a car or a brand, he does it while driving it. So that's yeah, his, he's uh, fun to listen to. Eh? He's uh, yeah. he's a fun dude. The big thing with the smoking tire as well is uh, it's pretty much only sports cars, supercars, uh, like sports SUVs. He doesn't do the uh, like Toyota Corolla or the Toyota Camry of this world, right? He's only do like really interesting stuff. So if you just want to see like crazy stuff that you probably won't never have the chance to drive or see, he's going to drive them and tell you all about those vehicle dynamics. Uh, he's not right. going to talk about anything else besides what the car is to drive, maybe what the car is to look at. Right. Um, so to counter that, there's another channel that a bit earlier uh, was uh, given when I sh- uh, was looking into it, laughed and sent me a couple of links. It's the Doug DeMuro channel. So <laughs> Doug DeMuro... Um, Started his career in the corporate of Porsche of America. So hey, talk about Porsche. Sure. <laughs> and <laughs> and um, he's a big fan of like the quirks and features on cars. So he started to like with some um, some of his friends' cars that were kind of old and or special, and just go 
around them and show like all the quirks and features and all the buttons and pretty much sitting in the car with the camera and clicking on everything. Like, yeah. what does this do? What does that do? And pretty much explaining that to the camera, right? So that is his whole, whole thing. He's going to see any new car. It's a Corolla, if it's a, a Civic, if it's a new Lamborghini, like Bugatti's, Koenigsegg, he's going to see all of those cars, sit in them and pretty much show you everything. So that's like, like a walk around of the car pretty much. Um, and he's really fueled by like memes. Most of his things are stupid. He make jokes about the brands, about the cars. He's even like full on joke videos. I think even you sent me a little bit earlier that the name of the video was like Cor the Toyota Corolla is a car. Yeah. yeah. I was like, well, <laughs> fuck me. <laughs> so that's pretty much the joke because the car doesn't offer anything besides like four wheels and a steering wheel. Um, and all of his videos are have all the same structure as well. And at it's so at so much people making meme, memes out of it. He's gonna start every video right. the same way. This is the brand new Toyota, like something something, or this is the new McLaren, and like the this is people even making like compilation of him just saying that that word, right? Um, so I think it's two different approach. Like uh, smoking tire, it's the dynamics of driving it, and uh, Doug Demuro, it's all the quirks and buttons and the things you can press into it. So if you combine both of them, you pretty much know everything about a car. So those were my picks for car stuff. Uh, that's uh, Those are good. I do enjoy the... I, 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 I don't know the, the second one, but I did... Um, I do know Matt... Um, Matt Farrow. Uh, Matt Farrow, yeah, yeah, yeah. From Smoking Tire, the podcast. But yes. um, yeah, yeah. I, um, I will end uh, maybe on one last channel from YouTube that I like and it's just a different direction. There's someone named Nick Shabazz. I, I, I follow him quite a bit. Uh, about 130,000 subscribers. He's been around for about uh, I think six, five, six years. And uh, he has an, a really, really great, first of all, let's start, accent. When you hear him talk, he has he's like a, sounds like, I don't know, he sounds like he's from Jersey or something like that. He's very, very cool. He has reviews of some watches. He has some reviews of pens. But most of his things is about uh, everyday gear as well. So he has a lot of knives, a lot of knives, everything about Spock, uh, spider, um like Spyderco, um, you know, Shaman knives. He has a bunch of bench crafted knives, uh, you know, Victor Knox. Um, Is it Victoria? Has, Victoria uh, Knox, you meant to say. Victoria Knox. Um, she makes good work And he'll knives. have a bunch of different. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and it'll show his spread, really, everything he has in knives. Um, I think it's a lot of fun. I think it fits a lot within the hobbies that we, we enjoy. Uh, and he he does share a lot about watches as well. Um, so Nick Shabazz is another one to 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 follow. Uh, he has um, and he designs his a lot. So I think he's designed his own watch as well, um, if I'm not mistaken. But his thing is very niche in the sense that a lot of it is tooly. So if you're really into that, it's it's fun. But uh, I do like his reviews. I have I do like his videos. Um, uh, they're great. Yeah. So I uh, that's 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 I think is my, is my final picks. So we have cars. We have knives. We have Pick, uh, photo photography with music we have uh, culinary experts and we have watches so it's a little bit of everything there right yeah I, I would be curious for people to reach out to us uh, on Instagram or on our email just to tell us what, what their favorite channel what they're listening to as well yeah so I think that uh, and there's so many out there that we didn't even mention any any last words before we wind this down uh, Dimitri on the episode not really good? I, think, I think it's good <laughs> all around uh, we covered quite a bit of material I think uh, it's a good time to wind down how about you, Carl? Anything last words you want to say? I talked about Porsche and cars. I'm good. And for anyone out there, I guess uh, if, if you don't know what YouTube is, <laughs> you're in trouble. <laughs> We're talking about YouTube channels, but uh, just log on your computer. Yeah. Computer? Uh, 
are, are those things on uh, Vimeo? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Daily Motion? Yeah, exactly. Daily Motion, yeah. How do I get there from MySpace? Ooh, oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> AOL, please help. Yeah. <clears throat> Ask Jeeves. So, guys, if you like answer. this podcast, <laughs> <laughs> so if you like this podcast, please reach out to us, Big Black Clock team. Uh, at gmail.com and you can reach us on our Instagram at Big Black Clock Official. Um, you know, reach out to us. Let us know what are your favorite YouTube channels. Uh, send him, uh, Carl, you know, money because he's he's going to sell his watches. He doesn't need any more watches, he says. Uh, send Dimitri money. <laughs> send him a GMT <laughs> Master 2, Pepsi. Yeah. Um, Go on. A historic uh, American. a bunch of different watches. Yeah, yeah, just send it to me. Historic American. Just send it to me first. Ask questions later. Just do that. That's just, a, yeah, that's the rule. Your exactly. firstborn, secondborn, uh, you know, it's t- thirdborn, like <laughs> your kidneys. I can easily exchange them for watches. That's fine. <laughs> as long as they're but fresh. Send it express. Or, or, or. Send it express, or, exactly. Or, or on ice. As long as they're preserved. Yeah, you have to chopper that in. So, and f- f- like we said, you know, it's it's a tough time out there. So continue to be good to each other. And for all of you perpetual hunters out there uh, that keep constantly buying watches like myself, happy hunting. Oh, until next time. Bye-bye.